feel like I'm walking on a roof with a blindfold. I could fall off any time. Yeah. That was the most innocuous thing, but it's like, you know, I said George Washington was a great president. Well, how yeah. dare you? Watching Bill Maher tiptoe back to reality is, is one of the things I enjoy the most, but I'm also reminded he tiptoed, not, not a tiptoe, he ran us into the level of insanity that he's now complaining about. It was so obvious when he was leading the woke brigade where this would all end up. I can't get over the fact and just can't forgive him of the fact that he and his brand of liberalism created the insanity that he now complains about constantly. I have mixed feelings about Bill Maher. If I got up in front of a group and I said, all men over six feet are thieves. Okay, let's just say I said that, and I'm over six feet. So wouldn't anybody with any psychological sophistication infer from that, that I'm talking about myself? That I'm not talking about all men over six feet tall. Oh, you're probably right, as usual. Of course. So all these whites who say all whites are racist are talking about themselves. They're not talking about all whites. Just remember that. It, it is about as clear an admission of their own moral flawed, morally flawed nature as one can in fact get. Men don't need women. Women need men. Men could survive without women. If all the women disappeared tomorrow, men would be fine outside of reproduction. Women need men. If tomorrow they made artificial wombs, what would they need a woman for? Who's a better companion, men or women? So men built the world. All the hard jobs are done by men. If we, if men disappeared tomorrow, they, society would collapse. Men built the world that we complain about. I think she's right. We could survive. But would it be worth surviving without women? That's the question. Would it be worth it? I'm not so sure. I would have to, I gotta spend some time thinking about that. We could definitely survive, but it would be very, very boring.
This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. You know I'm back, Jersey Judah, smoking potted. Back part two, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right, we're gonna be doing something a little different. Wanted to go over a quick article. Wanted to talk about something brief, but I may wait until after we go over the hammer hand, the MGTOW monk, go over his video, him talking about female dating strategies. As you guys remember, maybe a little bit more than a year ago, I talked about one of the many uh, female dating strategy posts and articles, and it's toxic femininity. It's, it's, it's. Toxic Femininity 101. So we're going to be going over that in a little bit. That's an 11-minute video. We still got some things to talk about as well. I wanted to bring up an article from, if I can find the person or if I can find the article itself, I'll have to look it up quickly, briefly, sick of this shit sick of it uh turn my wi-fi on that would be great that'd be a good idea you know data you know i just i just don't trust anything nowadays i really don't i just don't trust anything um i gotta find where i got this article from but i'm gonna read it briefly i'll just incorporate it into the episode when I get time to edit and I'm going to turn my shit off now so I don't get any disturbances, but I want to go over something and I'm going to call this, I'm going to call this segment, the democratic dog bowl, the democratic dog bowl. And let me read this article here. It's nothing too long, but it's worth going through. A famous person from the 1960s words speak to the turmoil today in America. I won't I won't reveal his name until the end. But it goes as followed. White liberals who have been posing as our friends have failed us. The white liberal is the worst enemy to America and the worst enemy to the black man. Quote. White liberals are those who have preferred the art of selling themselves to the black man as our quote unquote friend to get our sympathy, our allegiance in our minds. The white liberal attempts to use political, excuse me, let me reread that. The white liberal attempts to use us politically against white conservatives so that Anything the black man does is never for his own good, never for his advancement, 
never for his progress. He's only a pawn in the hands of the white liberal, end quote. Quote, I only cite these things to show you that in America, the history of the white liberal has been nothing but a series of trickery designed to make us think that the white liberal was going to solve, excuse me, was going to solve our problems. Our problems will never be solved by the white liberal. The only way that our problems will be solved is when the black man wakes up, cleans himself up, stand on his own two feet, stop begging the white liberal and take immediate steps to do for ourselves the things that we have been waiting on the white liberals to do for us, end quote. And also, quote, the media's most popular entity on earth. Oh, the media is the most popular entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent look guilty and make the guilty look innocent. And that's power because they control our or because they control the minds of the masses. Also, quote, the Democrats are playing you for a political chump. And if you vote for them, not only are you a chump, you are a traitor to your race. End quote. The person who spoke those words were Malcolm X. He was assassinated two days after expressing the last quote. How ironic. Just saying. Just an article based on the quote to MLK, um, not MLK, Malcolm X. Everything that he is stating, there is a lot of solid evidence today to back up everything he was saying in the 60s. The only thing that has changed is we are now beyond the race of the racial black versus white. We are in the spiritual realm, the spiritual warfare in which MLK talked about judging a person by their character instead of their color. We've gotten past that. Malcolm X himself has gotten past that through going to Mecca and seeing other people that did not look like him. That was not his nationality, his complexion or race, praying to the same God. And from that, Malcolm X had changed his way of thinking towards the white man, but has still focused primarily on the brotherhood of a nation. And because of that quest for brotherhood of a nation, he was assassinated, as well as getting um, the blacks to think for themselves and not need a white liberal to tell you how to think and tell you what is and what is not racist. But unfortunately, the people in the blacks and the Democratic plantation, they're, they're eating scraps from the Democratic dog bowl. The Democratic dog bowl is the slop that's left over from others, the slop that's left over in other communities, the slop and pretty much the low end jobs that aren't going to get you anywhere and help you pay the bills. But you're a man that works for what you have and you ain't want to sit back and hold your hands out for these same people that you'll call devils if they don't give you what you want. Or the same people that, in this case, the promise of the Democratic dog bowl would be reparations this time. The possibilities and scraps of these rumored reparations are now inside of the Democratic dog bowl 
And a lot of these black liberals are eating it up. It is, in fact, the blacks on the right, the more conservative blacks in which we don't. And I've never heard a, a black person um, uh, disavow his culture or disavow his environment. But there are certain things within that environment that does need to be changed. And for one, it's this allegiance that the blacks have to the Democrats and these Democrats did nothing for the blacks. Now, I'm not talking about all blacks. We got old school, tolerant, left, uh, liberal Kennedys and shit like that. Those are the only people that I'll give credit for in terms of Democrats or the Kennedys. Other than that, there's there's not really much for me to respect about the Democrats. Uh, a lot of those who were tricked and lied into being one sided. You'll never you'll never hear. Well, you may hear it more so today than ever where blacks. Excuse me, I had to get some of this iced tea. When some of these blacks truly begin to stand up on their own two feet and stand up against the corruption that's taking place around them and the fact that they're easily lied to and manipulated speaks volumes. When you truly think about how far we are supposed to have came as a people, but still have a one track mind and still have a one party system in our communities, there needs to be just as much black conservatives as there are black liberals. There needs to be just as much black Republicans, just as there are black Democrats and the blacks who choose to be conservatives and the blacks who choose to be Republicans stand on the principles of the party, understand the origins of the party and try to use the same traditional methods to continue on um, to sort of continue on the spirit of that party. And I think both parties have lost their way. The right in the same way of the left are greedy. They just cover their tracks a little bit better. And people don't talk about them as much. The left are absolutely corrupted at this point in which I like the way Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said it. One of the only Democrats that I'll give respect to. He explained it where the Democrats have became the warmongers in the same way. And I'm going to get very deep right now in the same way. And I got no notes saying this, by the way, this is off the top in the same way that George W. Bush started the weapons of mass destruction, a rhino Republican, a spineless piece of shit, just like his daddy. He did just like his daddy, one and the same all about the new world order, all about the one world government. These are low down, dirty globalists at best. And these are the people. And I'm just giving you a fair example of people from the right. So-called folks from the Republicans who are just as corrupted. Not well, then again, I don't think they're just as corrupted. The Clintons, I think the Clintons probably got the Bushes for, for a long. But then again, there is technically two generations of the Bushes. There was the weapons of mass destruction, which didn't exist, but caused this invasion. I believe invasions of, of seven countries. You can look this up. A lot of the countries are in Africa, by the way. And they used the weapons of mass destruction and they used Saddam as this 
witch hunt, if you will, to find such weapon of mass destruction. But behind the scenes, they know they knew such weapon of mass destruction didn't exist, but they had their own agenda. This is how the country is used and manipulated. And if you consider yourself a patriot or you consider yourself a nationalist, you should be informed about everything going on in the country, the good, the bad, the ugly. You got crooked. You got crooked agencies left and right covering up for bullshit and shenanigans, covering up for crimes that's been committed. But these crimes that's been committed ain't by regular folks like you and I. They're by high level, high establishment, um, high powered politicians and political figures. For all we know, these people have simply gotten away with murder all types of shit from uh, all types of crime towards children. Allegedly, I'm going to protect myself by saying that. And and everybody is so fixed on somebody like Trump. Who somebody like Trump, that's not the type of person that Malcolm X is referring. If you think about it, he's not referring to somebody like a Malcolm X. To me, this is Joe Biden written all over. This is uh, in a lot of ways, Obama written all over it. Right. When he talks about. Read this again. White liberals are those who have perfected the art of selling themselves to the black man as our friend to get our sympathy, our allegiance and our minds. The black liberal attempts to use politically to wait attempts to use us politically against white conservatives. What is going on today? The white conservative is instantly pointed out as a racist. The white conservative is instantly pointed out as wrong and as evil and as bad. But if you look into the history of the conservatives, the white conservatives, they didn't separate themselves much from the black conservatives. The Republicans back in the day, the white, the so-called white Republicans didn't separate themselves from the so-called black Republicans. In fact, those white Republicans fought some of them died. Some of them were hung and lynched by white liberals because of their support to abolish slavery. OK, and all these other things, the 13th, 14th and 15th Amendment. But people are so stuck or it's just they're stuck in the present and have no knowledge of the past. And since you have no knowledge of the past, it would be difficult for you to learn that you have been lied to damn near the entire time for political gain, especially the blacks. And this ain't people of color. These are black, American blacks, Negroes. You have been lied to for decades. They've got away with it more recently because obviously they can tell you anything happened in history. If you've never been a part of it, how the fuck can you challenge it? You can go and, and, and look into multiple sources but if the establishment and all of these people get their hands on literature, they can rewrite history. They can rewrite the Bible and make the Bible gay friendly. They can make the, they can do anything. And because people are so much cowards, they don't want to challenge it. People aren't willing to fight the system. But you got the system in every other you got Paris uh, what other places did this happen? Where the people stand up against these governments because these governments have become 
outwardly corrupted. They can't even hide their dirt anymore. There's new information being dug up every day about the Bidens, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, all of the corrupted uh, BS that's going on, the witch hunt with Donald Trump. And everybody is so focused on Trump being the racist when there's video, audio evidence of Biden blatantly being racist. But when you point this out, the crowd goes silent. They talk all that shit until you bring up the information and you bring up the evidence and you bring up the facts and you're not coming with emotions. You're not coming with feelings. You only coming with facts. Right. You're coming with logic. So anything that these people say, it's like in one ear, out the other, because they're not even coming with resourceful information. It's despicable. And like I said, the last quote in which this is the quote that is the rumor quote that had gotten Malcolm X killed, quote, the Democrats are playing you for a political chump. And if you vote for them, not only are you a chump, you are a traitor to your race, end quote assassinated two days after expressing the last quote. How ironic. The interesting thing is, and I think within us as black folks, we didn't we didn't necessarily we saw Malcolm X and we see we've seen the Denzel Washington film, which by the way is one of one of my favorite movies, uh, Malcolm X and Denzel Washington, a great actor. Race don't race don't matter. He's just a great fucking actor, man. He can keep up with the best of them when it comes to acting. But Denzel Washington, and how you know, um, to me, it was definitely one sided. It didn't show. Um, it didn't really show uh, Malcolm X coming back with the understanding of what he's learned from Mecca. But it's still a good film, but people don't really pay attention to what Malcolm X was truly saying. And the great thing about history, and especially our history as blacks, is that we can go back and really connect the dots. If only we're only if only we allowed ourselves to think what he is currently talking about is what's currently going on today, except now the black conservatives like myself are speaking out and I'm speaking out using Malcolm X in which Malcolm X didn't really care much about conservatism either, but he really didn't care about the liberals. He really didn't care, man. And the thing about it is look into the pandering, look into the democratic dog bowl, which is today which is the blatant pandering to the blacks, the less educated blacks, the blacks who think for themselves, the blacks who are conservatives, the blacks who are independent, the left will do anything in their power to silence you. Because you represent an opposition that they can't handle. Because by blacks like me speaking out, I speak for the white conservatives, I speak for the Hispanic conservatives, I, I speak for the gay conservatives, the straight conservatives, the trans conservatives. I speak for conservatism. And when it comes down to that, I can blur the lines. I don't give a fuck about race, sexual orientation or anything like that. If somebody is telling the truth, if somebody is exposing the establishment and how things are really being done in this country, 
then they're going to get my uh, my support. So it's it's because of people like Malcolm X that I've learned not only to look past color because he has learned the same thing himself tragically before dying. Um, the effect that one Malcolm X could have had would be tremendous. It would have been tremendous in this country. The blacks would have probably gained a level of independence in which they the, and, and which is why Malcolm X had to go. The blacks would have been so militant minded, but not militant as in run around, march, kill people and all this stupid shit. But I mean, militant, meaning well organized and really teaching those about individuality and independence. You know, it's one thing. And see, this is my problem with a lot of black related shit. It's really just about you going along with the program, right? Power to the people and all this other shit. When you choose to truly be yourself and you know deep down inside that that's not you. You take pride in what you do, but you don't have pride. No pun intended. No, no offense towards those people this month, but I'm just saying. Because pride is actually a sin. In the Bible, pride is sin. So Pride Month, and it just so happens that the Dodgers game, they uh, mocked Christ and they mocked the uh, uh, some sort of Catholic play. These demons, these these homosexual deviants that are out. And look, it is what it is. I'm not saying all you people are deviants, but there are some that that mock God, mock religion, mock Christ, and they're demons for it. You should call it how it is. Have no hatred towards them. Wish them well. Hope that they find a light somewhere down the line. But for now, they're demons. They're lost. Don't participate in them with them. Don't dwell within their their realm of wickedness. Don't protest against them. Let them do whatever the fuck they want and let them go into the hellfire. Why join them? This is what I've said before, and I've said this before about protests. Protest solves nothing. Now, if it's a protest for more money, if it's like a job sort of like boycott sort of thing, all right, that's effective. There's a point to it all. Don't join these people marching around because you you want to be a part of it. They're black. You're black. So you got to join in. Think for your goddamn self, man. Sick and tired of this bullshit. So many blacks, young blacks have failed to be themselves. And so you see a whole bunch of thugs. You see a whole bunch of wannabe criminals. And it's really sad because deep down inside, some of these black folks want to be doctors Some of these black folks want to be lawyers. Some of these black folks want to be politicians, believe it or not. But the reality of it is they allow their surroundings and they allow their environment to affect their circumstances. And it's definitely easier said than done. But you you see a lot of blacks like I have a niece who just graduated and just got a a scholarship. and, And I got other family members that's graduating school and shit and going on. And they don't have the victimhood mentality. I wouldn't allow it. You feel that you're lesser than because of how you look, not knowing that in all actuality, you're benefited for being a person of color nowadays. They'll try to incorporate. But see, it's not sincere. This goes back to what Malcolm X said. Oh, they'll put you on a pedestal because they'll use you as a token nigger. 
And once they're done using you as a token nigger, they put you aside and then they get a Hispanic or they put the Hispanic aside and get a gay person. They put the gay person aside, they put a trans person. Or better yet, they have all these people in one environment and call it inclusive. But in all actuality, none of these people are treated equal. You know it and I know it. And I'm not complaining about it because I'm, I'm against the whole business sense of inclusion. You hire the person that you want to hire. And, and, and I can't choose, I can't tell you who, who the fuck to hire, but hire the person who's most qualified. We can just start there. The blacks, we sell ourselves short because we put ourselves in a victimhood uh, in a victimhood mindset. And with the victimhood mindset, we come in with handicaps. Oh, how I look or how things were in the past affects who I am today. If you allow it. Sometimes, like I said, in order to push forward, it can be the people that you deal with. That can bring in that doubt and bring in, and, and like I said before, there's so many clones of young black men mimicking, cosplaying as hoodlums, and all this other fuck shit. And some of these people are smart, talented at whatever they do, and because of the black communities who don't showcase. The ones who are smart and intelligent, they put those motherfuckers aside, call them squares and educated lames, and the thugs and the hoodlums are neighborhood superstars. And we gotta change that. We gotta we we really gotta start um putting those who are actually doing things and who are, you know, trying to really make an impact, we gotta really start putting those people on the map. And stop putting the criminals on the map. And maybe if we stop putting criminals on the map, we wouldn't be seen worldwide as thugs and criminals. It's very simple. But I'm just saying. Yeah, we got some shit to talk about. I wanted to talk about that last short as well. Um, where are we at, actually? Okay, 30-something minutes. I don't want to go too long. Cause I still got this hammer hand video to go through and we still got the raw, the real, the red pill to talk about. But before we jump into that, um, I want to talk about, is it truly worth surviving without women? And that last clip that was from, um, Jason Whitlock, shout out to Jason Whitlock. Great. Informative. Um, definitely uh, a person who's his own person, right? Jason Whitlock, been checking this shit out for like, now, I think a couple weeks, and um, it's a question, but then again, it's from you know, just pearly things, so you can take that with a grain of salt, a twist of lime, whatever floats your boat, right? But I really sit back and I think is it truly worth surviving without women? And being someone who's been single for eight years, right? I can truly say, yes, it is not only worth surviving without women, it's more beneficial to survive without women. And I'm only saying this on literally a legitimate financial level. Men ain't balling like that. These women have became super materialistic. Why be the guy who has to bust his ass just to get a woman's attention for what you have rather than who you are? And so 
like for me, I'm looking at this shit more. I'm putting more thought into it. And the reason why I'm putting more thought into it is because it's an inter- it's an interesting question, right? You got you got men around the world, more so definitely in this country and in the West, who are men going their own way, MGTOW. And they would say the same thing that I'm saying, that um, it is truly worth surviving without, it's worth it. You are dealing with less stress. Let's just be honest. Less hassle, less of a deduction. You know, the guys will do anything to win a woman over. And these guys, by doing that, they're not coming off. Like, I'll give you an example, right? Just, just a quick example. And this all makes sense. So I was at my job earlier today. And like I said, my Thursdays are my Fridays because I don't work. I mean, my Thursdays are my Fridays because I don't work Fridays in the summertime. So I'm off tomorrow and I just come back Monday, but I still get paid for tomorrow. Real G shit, right? But anyway, there was this um, there was this there was this lady that that came in and that was teaching us how to use this uh, this floor equipment. And what it pretty much is, it's an indoor uh, power washer. It's an indoor power washer, really. And, you know, she was showing us how to do this and that. And, you know, she was, she was, uh, how could I be, how could I be as appropriate as possible? She was definitely, um, manageable to say the least. She was a manageable woman, you know, very put together. And she was teaching me and this other guy, this older gentleman, uh, this new equipment, which I knew already a, a good amount about because I've used the equipment before or something similar to that. And she was talking to the guy and I was just sitting around, you know, bubbling around, just waiting for this shit to be over. Because at this time, it was already 3.30 this past, well, today. It was 3.30 today in the afternoon and we leave at 4. So I'm just like, cool, whatever. I'll just slouch around and wait till 4 o'clock and get the fuck out. But she was showing, um, she was showing a coworker, my coworker, you know, the equipment. He was going on with like, oh yeah, that's cool. And then he had to go in the back and grab like a screwdriver or something. And then she turns over to me and, you know, she just starts talking about something. And it was just to me, and I, I know this is going to sound funny, but it was the most uncomfortable form of small talk possible, right? Because beforehand, she was giving me no eye contact. She was talking to the old guy, so she was giving the old guy contact, eye contact, and showing the equipment. And she would glance over every now and then just to see if I was paying attention to her. Because, you know, she was, you know, she was definitely a, a manageable woman. But it was one of those things where it's like, number one, this is the workplace. And number two, the way that she came about doing it, where she had, she waited until the other guys went away and then she turned and said something to me. I was just like, ugh, I almost cringe. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, 
oh yeah, she's attractive and all, but number one, it's the workplace. You guys know what I like to say all the time. No fraternizing at the workplace. I repeat, no fraternizing at the workplace. But it was one of those things where it was like, you know, yeah, she's she's attractive, but she's not worth the job. She's not worth my livelihood. I can survive without her, right? Like it just a random bit. I can survive without a conversation that can ruin my livelihood and put my job in jeopardy. You see what I'm saying? So some guys, they don't allow and they're still stuck in the flesh. Like they're in the body. Everybody's in the body. But very few of us is in the spirit. I just want to throw that out there, too. Very base, very spiritual shit. Like people are in the body. Everybody who's breathing, everybody who's functioning is in the body. But very few of us is in the spirit. So when you're in the spirit and you're beyond the flesh, you're beyond temptation. Right. In a lot of cases, you're beyond you're beyond doubt. You just make more decisions just based on like you just take things with how it goes. And if you got to if you got to break some rules, you got to break some rules. You know what I'm saying? If you got to take some risks, you got to take some risks because you're in the spirit. Right. In which you don't your decisions. Your decisions are yours technically, but your thoughts aren't right. Besides practical thoughts, oh, I got to go to the store, put gas in the car, practical thoughts. You don't really even think about it. You just say, oh, I got to do it. And then you do it. Like while you're driving to the gas station, you're not thinking about putting gas in the car because you're already going to put gas in the car. If that makes sense. A lot of people, they stay on their thoughts. They stay in their head and their head comes up with thoughts. Their head comes up with the ego. Their head comes up with the emotions. Their head comes up with the imagination. And so in that thought and imagination and ego, that can be triggered by other people as well. People who want to be like the next person or people who want to fit in, they're affected in the same way. But when you're in, and that's, and that's from being in the body, because the mind is still the body. The spirit is its own from God. The body is just the shell that that is given to us by our offspring, right? But the spirit is something that we cannot take out. We cannot show spirit, but we can display spirit. You feel me? It's like wind. You can't see the wind, but you can see the effect of wind. So therefore, the wind is there. Therefore, the spirit is within all of us, but it's up to us to truly know that and be within the spirit rather than be within the body. Because if you're within the body as a man, you will nine times out of ten be a simp, a cuck, a white knight, a captain, save a hoe, etc. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well. Very base conversation. We're starting off Malcolm X. We're talking about the raw, the real, the red pill. We're about to just jump into Hammerhand. This is probably the most random slash. Uh, this is the show of variety, right? There's a lot of things we've went over. Malcolm X, um, <laughs> men going their own way and men surviving without women. Dun, dun, dun. And then we're going to go into Hammerhand. He talks about female dating strategies. Excuse me. He talks about female dating strategies. Now, we talked about that a little while ago, 
And we're going to allow Hammerhand to continue the conversation because when I discovered it, it was just a fucking freak show. It was a comedy to me. So hopefully it becomes a comedy to you. So without further ado, let's get it. Good people, men. There are a few websites out here that will give you all of the insight that you need into seeing how pitiful, whack, and ridiculous females are once they get amongst themselves and start talking. It also exposes just exactly how clueless this, these people are. Let's go take a look. Hey, yo, if y'all want the raw, the real, the red pill, from a MGTOW monk's perspective, I, I will I will happily shield Hammerhand's YouTube channel, at least until it gets taken down again. Him and uh, Undead Chronic, these niggas are notorious for getting their shit taken down and deleted. But definitely support Hammerhand, the MGTOW monk, and Undead Chronic. Here we are once again at the hellhole of feminist intolerance, female dating strategy. EF Shops says, fuck tolerance. <clears throat> I repeat, fuck tolerance. She's in some queen shit, assuming that this is a she and assuming that this is actually real. Tolerance is paid for by women, not men. Oh, my God. Uh, clearly, you've never been married to a man. Who tolerates the Transformers? <laughs> women. Tolerance means women giving up their space. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'll come back. Give you know what? <coughs> you know, the same point that Hammerhand is making is the same point I've made, same point that a lot of men have made in this space and even outside of the space, for that matter, when it comes to mainstream. Um, these women who are now sitting around complaining about the trans athletes coming into their sports, dominating, blowing them out of the water, right? These were the same women that were supporting these men making the transition to begin with. So they got what they paid for. They got what they voted for. They got what they truly bargained for. And how do you expect? And it's like the respect level for me. It's like women who even speak out against it today. I can't get over the fact that y'all support it. You, you supported this situation to take place to begin with. But now you expect a man to join your cause and, and, and fight for you. It reminds me of feminism and how feminism looks at men as like garbage and shit. Not all, but enough feminism, enough of feminism does it for me to not try and specify shit. They're just wicked ass people. And when a woman looks at a guy who's not even MGTOW because MGTOW 
women try to shame men going their own way, but those men are bettering themselves more so than if a woman was by herself. See, a woman can't tolerate being alone, especially modern women today. So they get the attention every which way that they can, but their reputation being damaged, um, them pretty much having low self-esteem and having to put their bodies and themselves out there to get attention and be fulfilled becomes an issue as well. Women are just today, they're emotionally damaged and men, and, and this is just reality coming from me, right? Men actually want to help women, right? Like if a woman's if a woman's down, a man actually attends to the woman. You see what I'm saying? So that's like almost we almost go against biological nature in terms of protecting a woman because we know that the women know how a man is viewed being the provider today. The man who is viewed as the provider today is viewed as weak. Of course, that's never always the point. Or it's not always a point. I won't say it's never. But the guys who are considered by society, right? The provider in which the simp or which the guy that pedestalizes the woman, he's the provider, but he's not the protector. That woman will take the things that are being provided by one man and will get plowed and fucked by another man and consider the man that's fucking her to be the protector. But she'll have her provider and her protector. But the thing about it with women today, it's never one person. It's never one person. You look at more and more uh, poly relationships and how women view that and then the, the hookup culture and then women sleeping around and then how women can make up the excuse to say that men do it, but only 10 to 20 percent of men have that access and that attraction to women to be able to do it. I know that's a tongue twister, but you, y'all following me. I'm breaking it down like a quarter pound. Holla if you hear me. What the? Holla if you hear me. All right. Saturday night, man. I'm not Saturday. I'm bugging. I'm tweaking, dude. Thursday night off tomorrow. So we doing something a little later than usual. I actually did something earlier. Well, not not the episode I did earlier. I recorded something earlier and I didn't just, I didn't I didn't feel right sharing it. Not that it was bad. It was just something, I don't know. Something off about it. I do that every now and then. I can record and which is actually the reason why I don't record as much when it comes to length as much as I used to. Because I can go for three hours, but it would just be a bunch of bullshit. But let's get back into the video. What the? Up their spaces. Men in dresses going into women's locker rooms. Men entering women's sports. Yep. Less beings being told to date men in dresses. Uh-oh. Men pay nada, nothing. Uh, you, you're not giving them the space, dear. They're taking the space that you gave to them. Bingo. You understand? They're take bingo. They are simply taking the space that some of these women have marched for alongside of these people. Right? Some of these some of these women have walked hand in hand with these people. 
and protecting them and their rights to do what they do, which ends up becoming, in the process, taking advantage of the woman's space. So now you got Dylan Mulvaney. He gets to go around and parade as if he's a woman. And guess what? The man who speaks out about it says, hey, that's fucking weird. You're a transphobic. Shout out to uh, Megan. Is it Megan Kelly? The woman who used to be on Fox. The white chick. She got like blonde. I think she's a blonde. Dirty blonde. She still got it going on. I'll give it to her. But when she speaks out about it, she ain't holding back. And guess what? I give her all the credit in the world for doing it. I have no hate or disrespect towards Megan Kelly, but we know that she has more of the advantage of really talking that smack to Dylan Mulvaney for mimicking the women. I mean, you really think about it and go, why would women sign up for this? Why would women, because of how emotional women are, and no disrespect, it is not even not all, like all women are emotional. And I don't mean just emotional, like human emotional. I mean, hyper emotional, hypersensitive. The first thing these women are going to think is, how dare this man mock me, a woman? Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Right? That's the first thing a woman of that stock will say. And Megyn Kelly was one of those women that pointed it out. And pointed out all this other shit that's going on with these schools and what they're trying to introduce because she's a woman and she can get away with it. Now, here's the thing. I don't hate her for doing that. She's not trying to, quote unquote, be one of the guys. She's a woman. An attractive, stunning, brave and courageous woman, which is which are things that are almost invisible or something that's uncommon when it comes to traits of modern women. So, of course, her beauty and what she talks about and what she stands, what she stands for, it stands out. And she don't got to be dressed like a whore. She don't got to be talking about sucking dick and all this shit to get to where she's at. These are the women that should be showcased and promoted to other women. But instead, Cardi B is showcased and promoted to other women. Lana Rhodes is showcased and promoted to other women. Brittany Renner is showcased and promoted to other women. Just something to think about. It from you. You extended the olive branch. You did. Your mama did. And your grandmama did. What the? If you're in certain ethnic communities, Uh your great grandmama did. Uh Uh-oh. Let's be real about this, ladies. You opened the door for this, all of you. I agree with that statement 100%. Women are the ones that tolerate this. But that's not the point that she's coming through. That's not the angle that this person is looking at this. It's not the lens that they're looking at this through. They're wondering to themselves, what happened to all them good men? Uh-oh. Why didn't them good men's get out there, them man folk, Uh-oh. and put a stop to all of this here Marxism and communism? Mm-hmm. This fucking treachery. Why didn't they put a stop to it? Hmm. Let's get back over there and find out why. <clears throat> Who tolerates mass religion? 
women. Women are pushed around, beaten down, and berated by every religion. When fundamentalist Islam or Christianity or whatever uh, or whatever are given rights, whatever are given rights, women have rights taken, men pay nothing. I uh and this also this reminds me also where this country has became so anti-religion and so anti-God that the people now have somehow compared Christians to radical Islam. And it, to me, that's how I know the nation has fallen. That's how I know the nation has fallen when things such as Christianity can be viewed as so extreme because it goes against these wicked people's perversions and they can't stomach it. They can't handle it. So they not only reject it, but they mock it. They make fun of it and they antagonize those who have faith and those who do believe because of their wicked, despicable and disrespectful ways. And the nation, rather than those who know what's right and knows what's wrong and they know what's good and they know what's evil, they choose another side of it. They choose the emotional side, the conflict, the protest, the horse shit. Sad. I defy you, madam, to tell me what rights were taken from you. And the, you know, the first thing that's going to hop in their minds right now is uh, 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 protections, uh, abortions. We don't get to kill our kids. Well, no, that's that went back to the states where it was originally. The feds had no business in it. It was all based on a lie. First of all, my, my mindset of the quote unquote feds, right? Let me just give y'all a brief history of these federal agents. See, all these, all these alphabet boys, not the alphabet mafia. Those are the rainbow zombies. We're talking about the alphabet boys. All of these people in one way or another were involved in levels of corruption that can never be explained. Things that you wouldn't believe things that you would read in a, in a fucking, in a fucking suspense novel, right? corrupted people involved in assassinations of many black prominent individuals known as the Black Panthers involved in so much corruption when it comes to drugs right I don't want to hear anything about the feds I don't want to hear anything about glowies I don't trust the feds right I don't trust the federal agencies of this country. I have no reason as a black to trust such people. They have killed the leaders. <laughs> they have corrupted organizations. They are being controlled by politicians. Some politicians in power, wink, wink, Joe Biden, Department of Justice. Now I'm fired up. <laughs> Roe v. Wade, Roe was a liar. She was a liar. She's an admitted liar. She she admitted all of that before she died. She was used 
by feminists, oh. by rad fems, oh, right. by psychologically damaged people liberals, to foist this liberals, into the federal progressive liberals, community. progressives, and, and she paid for it. Mm-hmm. She paid for it. She suffered every day for the rest of her life, even after she was saved. Even after she turned to Christianity and asked God to forgive her sins. That's something. Which if she was contrite and she meant it, God will. And that's interesting, right? You know, it always comes down to that now, doesn't it? All these people lived wicked, despicable, disturbing lives, doing whatever the fuck they wanted, fucking whatever the fuck they wanted, living a life of debauchery. Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0, just living a life of doing whatever the fuck y'all want, do without will type of activity, Aleister Crowley worshiping motherfuckers, fucking black magic, Wicca, fucking a Ouija board playing with crystal having bitches, all types of crazy nonsense, right? They'll do anything they want to. And then at the last minute when they realize nothing that they did meant anything in life presently. In present time, they turn to God. And for the sake of their soul, I hope they are saved at the end. Because we're all human beings and we all go through similar temptations. And we all have similar demons and go through the similar sins. But it's always funny, the most radical people, even Anton LaVey, for people that ever heard of Anton LaVey, he was the founder of uh, the Church of Satan, I believe. You know, on his deathbed, he turned, he, he, he asked for forgiveness and gave his life to Christ and all this shit. It's like, you know, as human beings, who are we to judge besides fellow human beings? And in order to give judgment, you must be able to take judgment in return. And I believe that is the exception of judgment, right? I can't. Realistically, I can't judge God, but I can judge those. I can judge those like myself from a similar experience or from the similar experience of humanity. I still feel that I can judge and I can judge without being hateful. I can just give my, you know, thoughts on certain things. I don't care. Let these people do whatever the fuck they want. Say whatever the fuck they want. You have your judgment or you have your opinions. You have a simple observation. You address it. You push forward. Sometimes you may be passionate. You may throw a fuck or a shit in there every now and then. But that's only because you're passionate. I don't like people who say, oh, well, the people who curse a lot, they just don't have any other words to say. Nigga, shut the fuck up. These are just people who never had passionate conversations, right? These are just regular cut and dry, black and white, monotone, having ass people. And I can't stand to be around those people. You people who are like genuine and passionate, they tend to curse a lot. And I've noticed that just in my family, I got one uncle who's crazy as fuck, right? Just in life, he just he's just been a wildfire throughout his life. And then hearing stories about other people talk about him, and he looks like a Native American, pretty much. That's the only, he literally looks like a Native American. 
And he's part Native American, but he has more of his mother, my grandmother's looks. My grandmother was part Irish and part black. She black, but she was part Irish as well. And he says whatever the fuck is on his mind. And it just throughout life, that's just how, even growing up, as a as a child growing up and just being bad and just destructive in all actuality, he was just very based. Based before based even exists. I never knew what he was politically, but I would imagine, you know, the family, the black family being on that Democratic plantation. I can imagine he was probably a Democrat, but he was just still raw with what he talked about. There's no sugarcoating with him. And some people just have that. And I think I, I have that naturally, even if I try to cover that up, I do a poor job at it. Like if someone says something stupid or if someone says something that makes no sense, I'm going to have to insinuate like sort of like 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 just a clue of how stupid a person is for saying what they said. I may not say it directly, but I have a way of saying things. But it's just ass backwards now when you think about. Where, like, where I've asked before, like, what would a man get into a relationship for? What would a man be married to a woman for if he has the information that he has? And if he is red pill aware and he knows about the divorce rates, he knows about the disadvantages that he has going forward. Even if that man feels, keyword feels, or thinks that he's met the woman of his life. Anything and everything can happen, and that man can be completely broken, miserable, and without for putting all his eggs in one basket. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, plain and simple. <clears throat> let's let's get back into that statement. I want to break that down just a little bit. Who tolerates mass religion? Well, no one tolerates mass religion. If you want to be religious, if you're religiously inclined, if you were born into it, or if you came by way of another avenue, you just do it if that's what you want to do, right? Who tolerates mass abortion? Men tolerate mass abortion. Mm. Men should be appalled and outraged at mass abortion, at any abortion. But then oh. again, of course, you're a bad guy for talking about this. Well, how dare you? You're not a woman. You don't know what it's like. Right. But these women sit back. And they butt into anything that deals with a man, the male space, the manosphere, the red pill. They want everything and anything to do with that. And you don't really hear too many guys go, hey, this shit ain't for y'all. I used to be like that, but then I just. Stop giving a shit. Why would I care if it's if I say something like or if I have a disclaimer, right? The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you're weak minded and easily offended. If I automatically give that warning, 
anybody that listens and that's easily offended or hypersensitive at the end, that's on you. I already gave y'all niggas a warning. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I look at it. But so many people now, it's almost like a grift. It's a grift in itself, right? To be somebody who's over the edge and all this other, you know, horse shit. Oh, he's edgy. Now, this is just legit how I, I operate. And like I always talk about, for me, to survive without women is to truly gain perspective on yourself and to gain knowledge of self. And so you're comfortable in your own company. So if you meet a woman that seems interested, whether she's down or not, it means no difference to you, right? Because hopefully for you, you've dealt with enough women to understand that with every woman comes sort of, with every woman comes the same emotions, with every woman comes the same spirit to an extent, women aren't really good at hiding spirit because they don't even believe in it. So because they don't believe in it, some people would just assume that she has a lack of she has a lack of it. And in some cases that's the truth. But it's really just emotional the lack of self-awareness that a lot of women have today where and I mentioned it before, you'll never hear men who are overweight, out of shape, pathetic, lazy, you'll never hear those guys tell you that they're tens on the inside. And if you ever hear a guy say something like that, just look at him, laugh, and keep walking. It's it's quite interesting, and I'm going to explain it like this, right? It's quite interesting that I say things like this, right? Because you would assume that a woman likes a man for what's on the inside, and that's what drives that woman to finding that perfect guy. But you, But the people who know, you know about the knowing of knowing, right? You know that that shit ain't true. You know that a woman goes by looks the same way that a man goes by looks. But the inner qualities, the inner traits and personality traits of a woman is actually something that men, for the most part, look for. Now, we're talking about relationships. We're talking about anything beyond. And some guys like myself, I'm not a fan of the one night stands. I'm just saying. I'm just not a fan of it. I can't. It's not that I can't. I would. But I couldn't. Like, if I had a one night stand with a woman, I couldn't see the woman the next day. Because in my mind, I'm saying, well, what other guys have she done it with? And it has nothing to do with insecurity. It has everything to do with making the right decisions as a man. And even when it comes to temporarily laying down with a woman, uh, people took out the spirituality of intimacy in itself. And this is why women essentially will use their bodies for barter if necessary. They have no connection of self. So their sexuality is simply a tool. Right. Um, and, and the women who lose their attraction as they get older, they fall by the wayside and they become bitter or they turn to Christ. And because they turn to Christ, they feel that men should just forget about their past the way that God forgets about her past. 
we ain't God. I don't want to be God. I want to be. I, I, I want to be like the grandson of God. Or, I guess I would. I want to be the son of God, but not in that sense. I want to be a prophet. I just want to live, and learn. Right? Like that's that's my way of looking at. It. I just want to live and learn. If if learning gets in the way, or if living, or if this idea that people have of living, or being extravagant about everything you do and posting everything that you have on social media and wanting to be a part of a crowd. Like if that's what living is, then I would rather die because that's not, that's not living to me. Like wanting to be in the spotlight 24 seven, wanting to have attention to people 24 seven. That's just not something I'm into. Even when it comes to these episodes, I, I kind of just, I record them, I upload them, and I just keep going. Or I just focus on whatever I'm talking about the next day or later that day. I don't I don't spend too much time, you know, self-indulging, if you will. Have one billion served. Women have killed a billion children. Yikes. A billion. Yikes. They use... Abortion is birth control. Demons. It's a get out of jail free card uh-huh. every single time you want to cut a life form out of the uterus. Every single time you want to lay down with somebody and you're not serious about it, you just want to fuck a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to feel good. I'm so stressed. Let me go fuck a stranger. Let me get some strange. Disgusting. That's exactly what you do. You're whores and filth, and you know that you are. And eh, I think it's taking a toll on you, man. Whore. Who tolerates mass migration? And this means the mass shifting of pissed off young men from violent misogynistic cultures. Misogynist. Old ladies who are hit, young girls who get graped, women who get harassed on the streets are nothing compared to young male newcomers and cheap labor for male supremacist corporations. Oh, I beg to differ, ma'am. You're right about part of it. Part of it is women. Women are the enablers for all of your points. All of your points. It has nothing to do with corporations and women. And see, they, the reality for a woman is, and even like the corporate woman, the woman who has the job, it's always a fact, right? What she does, <coughs> and I want women to, to listen to this. Women, what you do for money for a man to really give a shit about that, for you, it would be a man who's weak. A man who's making his own money don't give a fuck about what you're doing. As long as you ain't out here hooking. What the? You ain't out here being a strumpet, being a harlot, being a hoe, right? <laughs> being a hoe. Being a 304, right? A salute, a slag, a trick. A scallywag, okay, busybody, all right, a hussy, right, a hoochie mama, all that. As long as you ain't doing that, God don't give a shit. These women who got all these careers and shit, they try to show off their their wealth to men as if they're men, and it's fucking, it's embarrassing. Like even men wouldn't do that. I know guys who make a lot of money, right? The last thing they're doing is telling you about the money they make. (laughs) Okay. 
And guess what? They do fine with women. You know why? They don't display how much they make. Some of them got nice things. You can look at some of these guys and go, oh, I see why. You know what I'm saying? You can look at guys and go like that. But some of these guys that I know, they're not talking about how much they're making because they're too busy making it. And these broads, and because they're so used to dealing with strumpets and broads, they know when a woman's there sincerely. And they know when a woman's there for the money and resources. So that makes things a lot different, right? It's no longer, like, if for a guy, like I've said this before, I'll say it again, for guys like myself who's been with a woman and been with women with no money, You've been with women and had nothing. You've been with women and had genuine interest from women outside of what you bring to the table financially. You're in a different ball game because now when you have resources and you grind for what you get, you can tell when a woman's really down or really, you know, into you and who you are instead of the resources and the occupation of what you are. You know what I'm saying? I'm just dropping a little jewels here and there. Reading corporations, when I see thousands and thousands and thousands of you women on the street holding your pre-made Soros paid for signs, let the immigrants in. No borders. Humans are not illegal. Despicable. That's you. Embarrassing. So when your kind get graped, <laughs> beat down, Great. jerked out of their houses like the videos we were watching a couple of days ago on this channel. Yeah, that's you. That's your fault. Don't try to lay that at our feet, because as soon as we stand up and say no more and we use force to enforce that, we get killed. Yes. Yeah. We get murdered. Murdered. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, you don't stand with us. Yes. And I'm only speaking for myself here, but generically, you don't stand with us. We don't stand with you. You abandoned us 70, 80, 100 years ago Damn. for good. Damn. Yes, you did. So we don't stand with you. I don't stand with you. I speak only for myself. Like I said, generically, we don't stand with you. I don't stand with you. You're not my friend. You're not my lover. Mm. You're not my wife. You don't care to be. You want to kill my future kids. And if you keep them, you raise them to be criminals, scumbags, and thugs so that they can make them rob one of my other kids when they get old enough. Tango down. <laughs> oh, my God. The chronic is hitting me. Jesus. That was that was rough. That was a bit rough. Rob me if I happen to live till I'm 80. Aye, aye, aye. Hmm. Spicy. No thanks, people. No thanks. Spicy. I'm not interested in that shiznit. Let's finish this one up, man. Male supremacist corporations. Yeah, don't tell that to all of the top female executives in the world right now that are running all of these corporations that are almost 50% of all of your Congresses, yes. your Senates, Pretty much. your corporate boards, 
don't tell it to them. You might offend them. Then they'll me to your ass and stick you in the can for no reason. And that should already tell you, like, it's funny how people will say that there's inequality. But when you look at the politicians, there's a good amount of women. And to be honest, to be fair, a lot of these women know what they're talking about. Sure, they're exceptions to the rule. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as saying that they're anomalies, but they're kind of like. There's something strange about these bitches, right? They're strange. They're weirdos. They're attractive. They know what they're talking about politically. They're smart. Most of them are conservative, of course. I'm not talking about a liberal. Jesus Christ. But um, a lot of the conservative women, they're a bit loopy. They're a bit nutty. But it's a good it's a good thing. Like when I say they're strange and they're weird, they're weird and they're strange because um, they they actually speak with um, substance. I hate to say it like that. There's actual substance to what they conversate and what they talk about. And because it's on a political level, more people like myself will be inclined of being impressed by that alone. Um, but besides that, you really have to think outside of the political realm and more of a political discussion on a social, on a more social setting or in a more social setting, of course, how would the conversation go? And most people know how the conversation goes especially when you're talking about the previous election and the previous president and pretty much the world view of women towards Trump. Oh, he's this, he's that, you know, grabbing by the pussy, this and that. Biden sniffing bitches hair. Biden doing all this shit, all this weird things with the children that he meets up with on camera. It's weird. It's bizarre. None of these people pointed out. It's like, it's it's too much at this point. People are just so fucking delusional. And the the, the Trump derangement syndrome is at an all-time high. And that's just what it is. Sad. That grape, ladies, again, men pay nothing. Men paid with their blood, sweat, and lives to get you hosed to this point where you could be this ungrateful, this myopic. This selfish, this self-centered, and we're—I'm—I'm I'm not going to speak for everybody. I'm willing to stand aside and say, "Have at it, hoes! Have at it! Go get you some! <laughs> Take all you want!" And when that runs out, maybe you can train the sheep to fix the machines, to pump out the sewers, to hang the high high-rise wires that come down in storms. To pump the water out of flooded fucking basements in Texas and Florida. Yikes. Maine, Virginia, wherever they are, wherever it happens. It's going to be what it's going to be, folks. You can expect no gratitude from these ridiculous human beings. And they are ridiculous caricatures of what women used to be. This is the only first world problems that people have anymore is complaining about what they can't make people do. If they had the ability to legally compel you to be a slave, they would. I'm talking about a ball and chains, a neck collar, gilded. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Got to that point, they would absolutely fucking do it. Sometimes I feel a little 
sketchy when I read shit like this. You will find display. Oh, so sorry. Various <laughs> I would never do it. I'm just saying. The, you know, the thought crosses my mind every once in a while. And I, I can almost guarantee you, most of these hoes is 35, 38, 40 years old that's complaining about this. And guess what they ain't got? No eggs. Gentlemen, keep your heads on a swivel and ghost these motherfuckers at every opportunity, at every <laughs> every point in life. Because as soon as you don't, as soon as you open your heart yes, up a little bit, just wide enough for them to stick a cigarette in it, burn it, stick a knife in it, and kill you, aye, bleed aye, you aye. out using aye, the law, aye. they're going to do it. Adios, I'm meals. telling you right now, aye, aye, aye. they're going to do it. Keep your heads on a swivel. Take care of yourselves. Hammerhand, the MGTOW monk. YouTube, subscribe. I got an hour, 35 minutes. That's the cutoff time. For this episode, hour and 22 minutes, 13, now 12 minutes of conversation to have to wrap this episode up. Like I said, I did some earlier, a little bit after I got back. And I think that was the case. I didn't eat anything, but I had ate something, some brain food, right? Get the mind wondering a little bit. And, uh, you know, decided to do this instead, which I am more happy with this episode than the previous episode that I recorded and did not upload. Right. But just a quick preview of what I plan on talking about either tomorrow or sometime throughout the weekend. And that is the many brands of liberalism. The many brands of liberalism. We're going to be talking about that sometime throughout the weekend. I'm going to be doing some uh, researching. I'm going to be coming in. I'm going to be coming in with some with some articles. I enjoy going through an article or two every now and then. I really enjoyed, and that's by Robert Ford, by the way, in Placerville. That's where it is. It was written at the bottom. Robert Ford, Placerville, uh, Placerville, and that was the article of Malcolm X and what he had to say about the liberals. <clears throat> and it really had me thinking about how liberalism is branded to the people and it's branded in so many different ways and in so many different colors, wink, wink, multiple colors, wink, wink, that it's hidden and it's named something else while its political affiliation is solely based on the left. So we'll be talking about that as well as in a more racial matter, the many um, labels of liberalism can also include such Ku Klux Klan. It can include BLM. And yes, they would be in the same category because both groups were orchestrated or funded by the Democratic Party. 
This is just facts. Um, there's no time for people to get emotional. There's no time for the irrational thinking. There's only time to obtain what you can while the Lord gives you time to obtain it. And truly having knowledge of self, you will have knowledge of things around you from its connection to self. But outside of that, you know, there's going to be a lot more things we go over. I, I swore I had other videos, but it's almost we're almost towards an hour and 30 minutes anyway. And I usually cut off an hour and 30 minutes, but I figure why not five more minutes? Oh, I got a day to myself and an entire weekend ahead. Like I said, I think I'm going to dedicate part of the weekend to music. I might wait until the actual weekend to do that. I'm thinking about doing a morning show tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning, if I can. If not, it'll be a little bit later. Go over some articles. I want to do something like more of a segment or even like an episode in itself every week of where I just go through some weird articles and um, similar to like the uh, female dating strategies, if you guys remember that. And shout out to Hammerhand too, by the way. But the female dating strategies posts are very entertaining and funny. At the very least, it's something worth laughing at. Just to show you how shallow and materialistic a lot of women can be. Not all, not all, not all. But a lot of y'all. <clears throat> no good. No good whatsoever. And see, men, and just to show you how humble men truly are to our own detriment, a man will tell you, like, yo, I ain't shit. Shit, I'm doing what the fuck I can do to maintain I'm just more comfortable doing so than, than most people. And I've gotten past that stage of wanting, accept, wanting acceptance from everybody or even wanting acceptance from a few. I'll take acceptance from none, but I'll take respect from all. In the same way, based on character alone, other than just color, I can genuinely have a group of people that I can agree with without having to identify as them or identify with them. We can identify in thought rather than just identify with appearance and identify with identity. Okay. Just something to think about. I drop a lot of based pill every now and then. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> I think the whole Trump situation just turned me into a savage. So at this point, I, I can I, I can honestly say um, if it's not anything beneficial from the left, I want nothing to do with the left. Now, the people who consider themselves liberals, I don't I generally can care less. I work around people like that so I can tolerate them. <clears throat> But if I can personally decide who I deal with and who I don't deal with, I'd rather deal with the people who um, it's a it's it's hard to explain it. <coughs> it's more the values of things than the politics of things. <clears throat> 
if that makes sense. Like with me and like how most guys, whether they want to admit it or not, they don't agree with the whole abortion thing. They support women because they support women. But outside of that, when it comes to abortion, deep down, they don't support that shit. And it's like the women always get triggered by this and they say the extreme. Well, the women who are raped and the one, come on, how is it? How common, like how, how often is that really happening to even be a fucking microcosm of the argument in itself? And the advertisements of Planned Parenthood, especially in, the, in a lot of the black communities, and if you know the roots and you know about Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, and how she was such an influence on one Hillary Clinton and connecting that to Hillary Clinton calling young black men to be predators. But y'all still, I don't, I don't get y'all people, man. I really don't. And then y'all call niggas like us coons and we helping y'all out. What the? Y'all better leave the plantation while you can. Massa ain't looking. I got y'all. Massa ain't looking. Okay. <laughs> I love racism because to me it's all it's all fun and games. I don't give a fuck. Okay, these people they want to they want to intimidate others. The gays want to intimidate the straight people. The liberals want to intimidate the conservatives. Right, um, sort of this whole power move with the indictment. They want to agitate the MAGA Republicans. Because it's like, it's beyond even political. It's, it's like a spiritual warfare taking place. So they're using every tactic that they can, every psyop that they can to get these people riled up and do something that they shouldn't do so that the establishment can say, well, look at Trump's followers. Look at Trump's supporters. Look at these people. What a disgrace. Just imagine them. You know, I don't like these people. You know what I mean? I love I love the conservative whites, and I'm talking about rednecks, because I know I know a couple rednecks was pretty friendly with a couple. I would say we were friends. I was friends with a couple of these rednecks. They called each other rednecks, so I'm not being offensive when I say this. By the way, those who know know right. When you grow up around these type of whites, they're a different breed of whites. Like they're not. Your regular cookie cutter whites like these are as as urban as you can get without being urban. White people, they're rednecks. They like pickup trucks. They go mudding. There's a there's a terminology that they use called mudding. And they go into dirt roads when it's raining and they ride. They do donuts and shit in their trucks. They get mud all over their vehicle and they take pictures of it. I've seen it personally firsthand. It's bizarre. I've been in the passenger seat with a person going mudding. And I had to admit, after a while, it was pretty fun. I'm not going to say it wasn't. Um, But then again, I've had interactions like that with different white folks since I was a child. So I never looked at. uh, And like I said, my stepdad at one time, my stepdad, my old stepdad was white. He was a uh, he was white or uh, uh, Hungarian, and I still have his last name to this day. 
So I didn't, I, like, trust me, the whole race shit to me is a, is a fucking joke to me at this point. People that still argue over it, especially the blacks, you know that they fell for the lies and they're just pandering because the whites are telling them to pander. I mean, the whites are telling them to play victim or the whites pander to them and promise them to provide all this free shit. Most of the time, they know they're not getting it. They're not getting what they genuinely want at the end of it all. They'll get lied to, sure. They'll get manipulated. Yeah, why not? When it comes down to getting the things that a lot of these people have promoted them to get, money and reparations and no job opportunities, no career opportunities, these so-called affirmative action people, absolutely despicable, uneducated, unorganized. They don't think for themselves, so they'll never get to this point in life. Most of them. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that to be an asshole. I'm just being realistic because I ain't shit. But I went through enough to gain a perspective from it in order to push forward. 